Live from Brooklyn, New York, this is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Stay Busy with Armand Sadler, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture. I am your host, head honcho, vegan chorizo poppy, founder of Bald Nigga Ballers, Armand Sadler, here for another fantastic episode of Stay Busy. I'm, I'm excited to be with you. I feel good. I'm in a really good mood. It's been a good month so far. January has been a blessing. 2023 is here, as y'all know. It's a little too late to be saying Happy New Year, so I'm not going to say Happy New Year. The year is already almost over, but um, you know, we still locked in. And of course, I want to thank you listeners for tapping back in for season four. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel for all visual episodes, YouTube shorts, and past busy sessions. Or you can subscribe on your preferred audio platform, leave a review, a like, a comment, engage with us on social media, all that good stuff. For the podcast-only fans, hit our Patreon link, patreon.com backslash staybusypod for all exclusive content. You get messages from me. You get fun stuff. It's it's a great time over there. Um, of course, I got to shout out uh, the team. Nick Early, executive producing at a high level, as only he does in the building. Kieran Hurley, VP of everything. Got to see Kieran this past week. Went to the Cornell Columbia game. We smacked Columbia. Fuck y'all. The lesser Ivy. We cooked y'all niggas. Shout out to Kieran. Coaching his ass off. That nigga was holding that clipboard. I, I, you've never seen anybody hold a clipboard like my dog Kieran. He's he's out here doing his thing. Shout out to Siobhan Shields, VP of engagement. And Aaliyah Simone, VP of data and analytics. And of course, I got to shout out our sponsor, Curve Lab. If you don't know, Curve Lab is a wellness company with the mission of creating a healthier world through Vitals training and recovery services. Vitals is the athletic loungewear of Curve Lab, and their newly released Trial 2 collection pushes the message money means nothing from a hospital bed. Check the pieces out now at curvelab.com. Curve is spelled with a K. And use a discount code STAYBUSY, all caps, no spaces, for a discount on your purchase. Today, I'm wearing the Sage Vital Tea. Again, Four for four, super comfy. I don't wear green often, but I, I, I kind of like the way it looks on me, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely keep this around. But Curve Lab is doing their thing. Now, we are here for a very, very special reason. Um, what's in a name? Well, if you haven't heard, if you heard this artist's name, you'd assume it comes from the popular, popular Cognac. However, as she told Club Ambition Podcast, her name is the Spanish version of Genesis, which is the beginning of the Bible. And as she said, she is beginning a lot of big waves in the New England area. Now, Providence, Rhode Island is often underrated for how many creators have come out of the area, but this artist, having toured the country with A Boogie, Trippy Red, Jack Harlow, and Polo G, has shown that sleeping on her or where she's from just reflects poorly on you and your judgment. Her latest EP, Time Revealed, came out back in December 2022 and includes some of her most popular records, such as All For Nothing and Can't Let You Go, and my personal favorite, Switching Places. Here with me in the busy verse, representing Pour Some Records, the vocalist herself, Hennessy is here. Welcome to the show, Hennessy. Thank you for having me. Thank I'm you for coming. To be here. Good to have you. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. You asked. You're like the third guest maybe that's asked me back. It means a lot. Yeah, it for means sure. A lot. You're great. You're great. I'm looking forward to this episode. And of course, we got to get into a whether you like. So whether you like Jaded or Jungle? <laughs> jaded. Like it was just like yeah. you just there's no there's like there's a lot of people who put jungle above Jay. No, that's one of my favorite Drake songs. So that was easy. It's special. Verse two is just like I I love the way he goes from like asking rhetorical questions mm -hmm. to her to just like fully giving these disdain statements like low down, dirty, shameful, shameful. all that. He, oh my god, he was he was really hurt hurt on that. Uh, hinge or Bumble? Um. I don't use dating apps. Oh, you, you don't need them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need them. I respect it. I respect it. I've never had too much success on them either. Um, you know, it's, it's nothing like that in-person. Uh, honestly, Twitter DMs is where I... But that, that, that's the old me. But anyway. <laughs> 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 Woo! Uh, future or Young Thug? I feel like this is one of the... Young Thug. Oh, 
again, just no, there's no, yes. like, free thugger. Free, absolutely, free slime. So, like, wow, like, you like, you like thug more than future. There's no yes. conversation. I love about future, it. but mm. I love young thug. I, I do know you love, I, I thought this question would be harder for you, but you yeah, just, nah. okay. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and lastly, <laughs> <laughs> a fist bump or a side hug? Fist bump. Fist bump? Yes. You, you're not much of a hugger? I like to hug. Mm, but, but, but the side hug no, is not, yeah. it's not enough. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that. Okay. Cool, cool. Let's get into the chat. Uh, 2023 has been starting off kind of slow musically. We've got a couple couple dope singles. No real, like, crazy albums yet. Um, but I'm, I am looking forward to when... The, I say I'm looking forward to when that flood happens, but then it's going to be overwhelming. So yeah. we're kind of in, like, a sweet spot right now. But there were some dope tracks that came out. So Hit Boy and Offset dropped a track, Too Live. How'd you feel about Too Live? I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I thought it was pretty dope. I, I mean, Hit Boy is obviously known for his production efforts, but he's like a better rapper than I think people give him credit for. Yeah. Um, I thought he really smoked this record. Like, this could be something. And Offset is always going to do his thing. Um, nice. But so, yeah, I really like 2 Live. Um, so I would definitely encourage <laughs> encourage that. Um, Moneybag Yo Glorilla, On What You On. I saw a lot of like. It's a lot of hate yeah, towards that. Yeah, and I listen to it, and I'm like, I guess I can get where the hate maybe comes from because they're essentially doing what like Kendrick did on We Cry Together, but it's more of like a, a bop that you could like yeah, yeah, play yeah. in the club. But they're really just like going at it, arguing. But I think when you think of like how art reflects reality, like couples be arguing and they be going at it, and niggas be stepping out. So, I mean, I, I didn't hate the record. I thought it was cool. I agree. Yeah, and I yeah. fuck with Glorilla. Yeah, uh, Gloria's dope. I'm really yeah, happy for hard. her. I, I also I've I've come to really like Moneybag Yo. Like I was never really big on him, and I feel like these last few years he's like stepped it up big time, rapping wise, and he's been on big records. So I was like, okay, like this is this is cool. I yeah. definitely want to hear more from them. Um, Ty, Ty Dolla Sign, 2022. How'd you feel about? It? I love Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, he's so fire to me, mm-hmm. and I feel like he's the feature king. Yeah. So anything that he does by himself. Is amazing. Anything mm. he hops on is phenomenal. Okay, I, I I thought you was about to say you didn't like it. I was like, oh no. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was cool. I liked uh, I liked the instrumentation. I liked yeah. the like vocal vocal uh, layering of it. Ty always does a good job at like his yeah, his vocal production is insane. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just I, I really like the message of it. Like reflecting on last year, we can't get it back. He's a uh, like Ty with that with that like heartbroken type music. Like, yeah, he, he kills he's it. so damn. He's he kills so it. Damn. He really conveys a lot of emotion. And for someone who isn't necessarily the strongest vocalist I think it's the conviction in, yeah. in which he sings that really like always catches me um, and I'm interested in what he does next he hasn't dropped a project his last album was featuring Ty Dolla Sign in 2020 he did the collab project with Division in 2021 yeah. so I feel like we're due for a Ty solo project um, and I would I would like to see it this year I think uh, I think uh, he obviously has connections to so many great people in the industry like he can pull in anyone on his yeah. album so I really want to see where he goes next because I think he's Often, he's often referred to as the feature king, and it often undervalues what he brings to his own music and mm-hmm. what he can put together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, whatever Ty puts out next. Uh, Child featuring Lucky Day, good for now. How'd you feel about it? Lucky Day is my favorite, one of my favorite R&B artists, first of all, and mm-hmm. Child's so good. So that song was really, really, really great. Yeah, I loved the art, upbeat nature of it. It was kind of like alternative. Yeah. It had a like, slight rock element to it. I was like, okay, like, hearing Lucky on this, I was like, this is what Lucky's going to need to do to take things to the next level. Like, doing different stuff. People are always going to, uh, you know, Painted, and even Painted had alternative stuff to yeah. it. He's been evolving over the course With of his career. With his sound, career, yeah, he has sure. been. That's, yeah. But I think a record like this is like, oh, shit, Lucky, like... All right, you're bringing it. Yeah, bringing he delivers it. every time. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of people, and we've talked about this on the pod so much, like he's one of the standout R&B males right now. People still feel like he's still missing something. Yeah. And so I think this direction, and if he puts it into his next project, I assume he probably wouldn't come back with a project till like 2024 maybe, maybe this year. Um, but I think regardless, um, this is a really good direction for him. I liked it. So I, agree. I was really big on it. I saved what I feel is the best for last. Party Next Door. Her old friends, party is back outside. Thank you, Jesus. I've, <laughs> I've missed my guy. Yeah, I've been bumping this song this whole time I've been in New York. Yeah. It's so good. It is. It's so good. Like, at first when I heard it, I was like, it's cool. Mm. But then I kept repeating it. I'm like, mm. yo, this shit is hard. Yeah. And OG Parker, his production on it yes. is just... 
It's just so good. Yeah. That song is really good. I can't Ab- stop playing it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, he's Party's been in a really interesting place since Party Mobile. Like yeah. people hated <clears throat> that album. I, I don't really know why. I thought it was great. I thought it was fine. Like it was really overhated. And I really think Around like P3 era, people kind of went two different directions because his sound changed. It wasn't just the trap and B stuff anymore. Like he was doing more like reggae type music and I I fucked with it. And Party Mobile kind of had a little more of that, also had his trap and B stuff. And I think he he was kind of catering to those OG party fans who wanted a record like this, but but it works. And he kind of had more of a rap flow here. I was having a conversation with someone who felt like he was copying Thug here. I can um, hear Thug on the song like, uh, me as too. a feature. That would've been hard. And really, around like 2017, when he did Seven Days, and he was kind of playing around with those type of yeah, he slurring was, yeah. flows. Like I was like, okay, like I can see why someone would say he's trying to copy Thug. I don't really think so. I think he's always had a rap element to his music, and I felt like yeah, he was playing around with rap flows on this. But um, really great record. Great to hear party. Um, he might have an album coming this year. I hope I would, so. I would love to see yeah. that. Um, and uh, yeah, her old friends. It was it was a, a, a couple of those lines had me really laughing. Like he's talking about how uh, I mean, fuck all my bitches, old friends. Yeah, I let her fuck anybody. <laughs> all, I'm just like, wow. Like <laughs> told her not to be seen with anybody. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be hard to claim back that body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like I, you know, I, I'm sure that a lot of people feel that. <laughs> Meek got in some trouble for tweeting the lyrics <laughs> the same day. Uh, <laughs> Lori and Damson Idris part uh, probated each other as yeah. a couple. Um, I thought that was really funny because people just assumed Meek was hurt from that that Lori. I know they just assume. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, Meek, like Meek is a clown 90 percent of the time, but this is the one time he didn't really deserve all Thanks. of the the backlash that was given. But Meek tweets, and it's just like, let's let's just <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's pile on him. So, um, but yeah, like some really good singles over the last week. Um, definitely some products I'm looking forward to from from some artists. Um, and yeah, I mean, 2022, 2023 rather, hasn't, there hasn't been like too much crazy stuff going on yet. Like stuff that I haven't like rolled my eyes at or yeah. that I've had to bring up here. So I'm thankful to just be able to just focus on the music because there was a lot of good music here. Speaking of good music, let's jump into this slide deck. You can put your headphones on and let's see what Frank Ocean got to say. The best song wasn't the single. All right. What did you bring for us to play today, Hennessy? I brought Stay Bad Down by Dustin Conrad. All right. I like Dustin. Let's jump into this. Heard it's bittersweet on your tongue when you talk about me. In the same city, can't run from your thoughts about me. I got eyes all around, so you watch what you say now. Fade it'll make it all the way down. Wish you would say it to my face now. Yeah. Far from being grounded, don't know who's around it. Gassed it up and made you feel like it was bad enough to hit the dash, yeah. Just a little kiss from your face, yeah. I'm just what to say to make you mad, yeah. You fucked around and you out there. That's what took you out, that's true to mine. If you knew better, do better. If you choose better, you move better. Just another boy in the city of angels. If you don't know a thing, all you know is your angles. All I know is I can deal with the changes. All I know is I can deal with a stranger. Pull up in a window, so I ask where the rangers. Know you're dangerous. You fucked around, are you out there? You don't bad, are you out Bad 
Destin Conrad, produced by Louis Elastic and Dan Foster. Great record. I really fuck with Destin. Yeah, he's fire. He's dope. He's dope. I love his recorded stuff. I saw him live. He opened for Kehlani. He got a little improvements to make live. I'm not gonna front. He's a, he got a little improvement he can make, but um, his recorded music is really good. Like it's, I'm, I'm definitely a fan. So I look forward to his evolution. Um, and I think having artists like him really makes me optimistic about the future of male R&B because there's the front-facing people. People have their complaints about them and the content and all that, and I think he really captures a more holistic image of love and experiences and all that, and that's that's what we need. We don't need people pigeonholing the content. Um, so I, I appreciate him. I like his content a lot. And, uh, glad you brought that because I actually I don't know if I've tapped into this product. Is this an older project? No, Saturday? it's new. It's new. Oh, see, look at that. You put me on. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, my track. I brought a track called Duce. Um, this is by Cariante. I asked the person who put me on to this who the producer is because it didn't show up on the credits. Um, but let's rock, anyways. Great record. Cariante, Cariante, I don't know. Shayun put me on. Shout out to you, Shayun. That's fine. She was talking that shit. That do, it do go down <laughs> off the do say. It make me say whatever you say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that brown. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is off her EP, Lost Out. She put it out last year. Four-track EP. Really good. Um, apparently, she's got some new stuff coming this year, so I'm looking forward to that. And it's just always great to be put on to a, a new artist who's yeah, still... Yeah, Yeah. And uh, it, it's a bop, too. Up, upbeat R&B. Like, yeah. that's... We love that. We love shit that you could play and dance to. I don't want to just be crying all the time. I want to be <laughs> rocking out. I want to be two-stepping. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, uh, if y'all want to hear these tracks and all tracks that we've played uh, this season, you can hit the Stay Busy Slide Deck playlist on all platforms. Hit the link tree in our IG or Twitter bio. And if you want to slide, add it to the deck, whether you are a fan or an artist yourself. Let us know who we should be listening to in 2023. DM us at Stay Busy Pod on Twitter and IG or email us at staybusypod at gmail.com. Before we get into this interview, we got a fun game to play with you called What's Your Cocktail? <laughs> so... We are going to put 45 seconds on the clock. Nick, you ready? <laughs> and you are going to have to name a drink or bottle. I'm, 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 I'm going to go through the alphabet. you got to name a drink or bottle that aligns with every letter of the alphabet. Let's see, let's see how far you get. 
<laughs> you nervous? You sound nervous. Um, you got this. <laughs> okay, yeah. You got so. this. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. Ready and go. All right. A. Um. <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> why? Why can't I think of um? Uh, Alize. Alize. There we go. B. Okay. Bacardi. Okay. C. Casamigos. D. Don Julio. E. Everclear. F. Mm. <laughs> um, F. 20 seconds. I don't know. <laughs> pass. Pass it. Uh, G. G. Damn, pass. H. H. Hennessy. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Five, J. Four, J. Three, um, two, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got to J A B C D E F G H I J. I think J is like what, like the eighth letter of the alphabet, something like that. So you got like five out of eight, sixty-two percent. That's that's a good shooting. Damn, percentage. that was hard. Sixty-two percent right off the top. Yeah, sixty-two and a half, sixty-three. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that, that mental math. I'm different with the mental math, but it's all right. Um, what, what you missed? What? Oh, I could have said Amsterdam. Yeah, Amsterdam. <laughs> I don't know why I just went like blank. absinthe. There, there were some <laughs> options there. I think you missed. Uh, E, no, you got E. F, I was struggling with. I was like, what the fuck is an F alcohol? And now I'm, I'm sitting here still trying to think of it. Fortaleza. Don't know if I, Fortaleza to tequila. Fortaleza tequila. There we go. Uh, G, I think you missed G. We got Grey Goose. Oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> grenadine, gin and gingers. like, And that's the thing you could have done. Well, you, you did drinks and, and bottles, too. But uh, it's all good. 62% is a good shooting percentage. Like You're shooting better than Steph Curry. Pretty much everybody in the NBA. So shout out to you, my sister. But to get into this interview, really excited to have you here. Um, I've been a fan since really Kojo put me on. Shout out to Kojo. Kojo's in the building, too. I, I didn't get to tell you. Kojo's here. Kojo. Shout out to my guy, Kojo. But uh, he was raving about 1-800-SLIDE. And we'd, we'd followed each other maybe for like a few months at this point. But I really admired and respected his music taste already. So I listened to 1-800-SLIDE. I'm like, oh, this shit is dope. And so I'm rocking out with that for a while. And then you put out Double Back in summer 2020. And that's what really made me like, yeah, like... Whatever Hennessy's Hive is, whether I'm like a, a bottle boy or something, like I, I, I don't know, if, I don't know if, if your Hive has a name, but I'm I'm that. Double back was my shit to the point where I, I had to write about it. Yeah, um, you to this day you have one of my favorite like write-ups ever. Thank you, thank you. I was probably drunk when I wrote part of it too, and like I, I love like interweaving so the, the like alcohol concepts. Like I think I said yeah. like a Hennessy cranberry and love is like bitter. And yeah, it was, it was, it was so good. Uh, it was great. It was I think great. that's that's when Wango um, found out about you as well because I sent mm. it to him. I'm like, yo, like read this. This is so far. He's like, yo, who is this? He's hard. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Wango. We love you here. But before I, I want to go back to the beginning, what was five year old Hennessy doing? Um, I was playing manhunt. <laughs> so I was outside playing manhunt, um, singing. Mm-hmm. My mom, she got me like. Um, you know, like them old school mics, and it comes with like a, a speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but she got me that for Christmas. Mm. And like all my home videos is just me singing, walking around the crib mm. with it. Um, yeah, I was outside. Mm. Yeah, it was. Are you born and raised in uh, Rhode Island? Yeah, Southside. Southside, Southside. I, I don't know anything about. I was supposed to go this past summer for a wedding, and then I couldn't make it. So I'm like, I still got to make it up there because. Yeah. Them parties that like Wango be at and uh, Corvito's way. Shout out to Corvito. Stay silent, yeah. Yeah, y'all be y'all look like y'all lit up there. I remember that whole thing on Twitter where people were like Rhode Island was lit, and then people who seemingly hadn't been there were like, "Ain't shit happening in Rhode Island." And y'all y'all was going to bed. I was like, "No, nah, our parties are are, are fire. Mm. We got a good good creative scene." I love that. I love that. Uh, one question, and I, this is like something new that I'm asking people: How did your teachers describe you in school? Um. That's a great question. Um, defiant. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just always like questioned authority. Mm. Um, some teachers um, might say, um, "I won't say that no more." But yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. Um, and it was quiet sometimes. No, I, actually, in high school, I talked a lot. Yeah, mm. so depends. Came out of your shell in high school. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> 
what was it always singing for you or did you aspire to do some quote unquote normal career? Um, I was a rapper in high school. I was going to bring that up <laughs> later. Like you have like a rapper swag to me. I don't yeah. know if anyone's ever told you that before, but people like, think I'm a rapper. You have then, a rapper yeah. swag for sure. I, I like it. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really interesting. Thank you. Now, with like rappers I've talked to, they say they listen to more R&B than rap as a rapper. So as an R&B singer, would you say you listen to more R&B or do you listen to rap more? I have a good mixture, mm-hmm. like 50-50. Mm. Who were who some of your favorite artists when you were coming up? Um, Lauren Hill, India Ari, um, Monica Brandy. I loved Dipset. Mm. Um, I loved Nas. When I got older, I started to appreciate Jay-Z more, so mm-hmm. now I'm more of a Jay-Z fan now mm-hmm. than I was. Um, Lil Wayne, I was heavy, 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 heavy on Lil Wayne. I think that's why Thug is like one of my favorite rappers now. Yeah. And Drake, too. The boy. Yeah. Um, I'm Stevie Wonder, my mom would play, Brian McKnight. Yeah, my music and Common. My brother loved <laughs> Common when I was growing up. My mm-hmm. music places, yeah, taste is really diverse, I guess. Do you remember the first CD you ever got? Um, Jojo. Jojo. Yeah, my mom got me a Jojo CD when I was in elementary school, and that was my favorite artist. Too Little Too Late was the one yeah, back in the day. That was, that was favorite, the shit. My favorite artist. <laughs> so she's still her, too. She's Facts. still doing her thing. Years later. Love to see it. Um, when did you write your first song? Um, 13. I think, 13. Yeah. 13 when I wanted to, to be a rapper. Because mm. my brother was rapping. And when did you make the transition from rapping to, to singing? I mean, I, I know you were singing when you were younger. Yeah. And then you decided you wanted to rap. Like, when did you make that decision to go back to sing and eventually become an R&B um, artist? 20, when did I leave the hospital? 2018? Mm. Yeah, 2018. I was like, yep, I think I want to get back into singing because I was doing fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was, like, um, also, like, doing a lot of community work. Mm. And I was like, I think I want to get back into singing because, like, God forbid something happened to me. I didn't, like, fully fulfill, like, what I was destined to do. And I feel like it's singing. So, like, I got in the studio. I was, like, just making a bunch of songs that would never see the light of day. You know, because, like, singing is way different than rapping. It's 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 more hard to, to make a song, right. like an R&B song, rather than to just, like, get on the mic and freestyle or just, like, have, like, hard punchlines and hooks, like... The song in itself has to have the same like meaning throughout the throughout throughout it. Yeah. Has to have hooks. So I just was just locked in, and then 2020 I dropped my first song, One Eight Hundred Slide. That was your first song ever you ever put out. Um, yep. Wow, wow. I was gonna ask that because that's the first one that I was put on to, but I was like, I it, it the the <clears throat> the level of like intention and like the the kind of quality of the music. It was like, okay, she's been doing this for some time, and so. I was like curious of whether you, because I know artists have like put stuff up and then like taken it down off SoundCloud and stuff like that, like various different things. I was, I was curious if 1 800, wow, 1 800 was your first yeah, one. Yeah, wow. nah, I was like, I was making a lot of music and mm. I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna put something out until like I, I'm like, nah, I know this is the one mm. where I feel like 100% confident. I'm like this till this day. Mm. Like my team, they'll tell me I need to drop this song already and I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Or like I'll be in the studio. I'm like, let me record this over again till mm. it's like perfect, like perfect. Mm. So I guess I'm more hard on myself, mm. but it pays off because I drop good music. Yeah, this is very true. You mentioned hospital. What's the story behind that? I don't know. If- um, I have Crohn's disease. Okay. Um, and I was like in the hospital for eight months. Wow. Um, I had four surgeries, um, and I was in a coma, damn. as well. Wow. So like that's what I was saying. Like when I got out the coma, and I'm like, oh damn, like. I never left, like, the block. Like, I stayed in Providence. Or, like, I left to New York, but that's not a plane. I never I never was on a plane. So I'm like, when I leave this hospital, I'm going to do everything that I aspire to do because tomorrow's never promised. It's real. It's real. Well, I'm good. glad you're here with us. Glad you made it through that. That's uh, That sounds crazy. To be yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. That's really nuts. Now, when you're in the studio, what comes naturally to you? Like, I know some people are stronger with melodies. Some people are lyrics people. Like, well, what do you feel like is the is the thing that kind of just comes to you first? A word. A word. A word has to come to me first. I'm trying to get better at, like, doing, like, melodies, going into the booth and freestyling, but mm-hmm. I have to think of a word first. Mm. 
I know when uh, Chris Jamel interviewed you, shout out to Chris from Lifestyle, uh, you said 1-800-SLIDE was inspired by, by the wine. Yeah, <laughs> definitely by the wine. Yeah, I was lit that day. <laughs> Do you find like a lot of your ideas come to you through inebriation? Yeah, but I'm trying um, not to rely on alcohol mm. anymore. I'm trying to take a break from just in a lot of areas with alcohol, but... Um, wine do be, be having me like, yeah. It helps. It helps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what is, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the, the, the like drink topic of conversation gets frustrating with your name being Hennessy, but like, yeah. what is your preferred drink? Like you like, you go to the bar, what's the first one that you're starting off with? Um, Hennessy. Hennessy. Oh, really? I need yeah. them to sponsor me. <laughs> I drink y'all. So if y'all seeing this, when I go to the bar, I get Hennessy. Just like straight, you get a cranberry. Like what's there's what's, what's no the vibe? need for no chaser because Hennessy tastes so good. All right. Um, hmm. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I, I think like 21 year old Armand would agree. Now I'm a. I think I, I think my my insides are a little softer, so I gotta cut it with something. But I do respect that. That's gangster. Of you. I love wine though. I'm wine a wine person. Are you a white wine or? A red I'm wine? a white wine. Mm-hmm. I love Newport Vineyard wine. Newport Vineyard. So good. It's in Rhode Island. Okay, well, go check that out. Go check that out. I think I'm a, I'm a Pinot Grigio guy myself. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. Mm. That's that one. Yeah. <laughs> What's a typical day in the life for you? Like, I've, I've, I've obviously I've seen you. You've been touring a lot. You you do a lot. You you, you be outside doing your thing. Obviously making music. But like, what's what's a typical day for you? Um, like when I'm not working or just. Yeah, give us both. Okay. Um, well, 2023, wake up, go to the gym. Um, probably get a smoothie or like a salad. Then we'll go to the studio. Um, or I'll do shopping and go back home. My day, my days be chill. Mm-hmm. And how about like when you were on the road? When I'm on the road, them days be unpredictable. Um, either I wake up hungover, um, <laughs> <laughs> either we're driving um, to another state. Um, shopping too. We always shop on or like sightsee. Um, just working, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And what was that experience like? I mean, again, like touring with a boogie, uh, Polo G, Trippy Red, Jack Harlow performing with them, and then the the show in December too with uh Joe John B Monica. Yes. Like, like what's what was that experience like? Like you've been working with some fire artists of today, and then fire artists from the past as well. Yeah, that show was incredible. It was my first R&B show that I performed at. I'm usually opening up for rappers. So, like, the, the crowd was different. Um, everything was more calm. It was, like, an older crowd as well. Yeah. So um, it was amazing. I loved it. And, like, Monica, oh, my God, she's phenomenal. Joe, his set was incredible. And John B., a Rhode Island legend, he was fire. But that... That show was really amazing. Um, we did a boogie in Connecticut. He mm-hmm. sold out. It was like 9,000 people. He brought out Lola Brooks. She was fire. Um, Roddy, Roddy Rebel, um, Don Q, J.I. Um, but yeah, it was fire, these shows. I think my favorite artist to, to open up for is A Boogie, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's an incredible artist. Like, he's an cr- incredible performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, he, he gets the crowds crowds going. Like yeah. he's definitely a really good live show, and and it seems like it seems like you've worked with him the most too, from yeah. what I've observed. So y'all are definitely locked in. That's that's fire. What's like the best piece of advice that you've been given from uh, any of them, if they've imparted any wisdom on you? Um, I had a good conversation with like Trippy Red in the studio. Like I played him the project, and he was just like, "Just keep working. Like it's mm-hmm. fire." Um, I feel like. There hasn't been anything that stayed stuck with me that anyone has said. Mm-hmm. It's just like the the usual thing, like yo, just mm-hmm. keep working. <laughs> but I don't think anyone has like give, get, gave me that talk around. Mm-hmm. Just like oh wow, mm-hmm. but no, they're all nice. They're all sweet though. They yeah. they do be busy though, so I kind of, kind of don't want to have a, that long conversation with them after right. yeah. the show. But. I feel that. And in like the early stages, because like like keep working is something that like people will tell you <laughs> at, at, at every stage, and yeah. it's like well yeah like. And I know as I was coming up and I would hear keep working, it's just like, I mean, yeah, I, I am working. I like, am. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for, you know, the, the next shoe to, to turn. Like, I'm Fair. waiting to hit that next level. Like, were, were, have there been moments where you've kind of felt like 
frustrated in that I'm working. I'm, I'm really putting effort into this music stuff. I'm improving. I'm getting different opinions, and things aren't necessarily clicking yet. Like, did, did you have that phase ever? No, nah, I just got to work harder. Mm. I haven't had that. I, like, I feel like I'm really hard on myself, and I ha- I feel like I just got to keep going. Like, mm. I got to. It's not, I haven't done enough for me to feel like this is not, like, clicking. Sometimes I wake up, like, every artist feels that way. Like, I'm working so hard, and I just, like, I still haven't caught that song that everyone's like, oh, who's this person? Or, mm-hmm. like, I haven't um, made it on, like, festivals yet or whatever, and I'm, like, opening up for artists. But I just got to continue working hard. Mm-hmm. And the, the more I work, the more results I get. Mm-hmm. But I still still keep level-headed balance. Yeah. For any artist that might be listening, like, how does one go about setting up opening for like one of these artists like is it they reach out to you like is it your like booking manager setting it up yeah, like my booking my booking okay. manager gotcha. so artists if you're listening you get a booking manager <laughs> <laughs> um we um we did a battle on our anniversary episode uh kojo versus regina meek mill versus wale in a versus who would you have winning that battle um Gonna go with Wale. Wale. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Word. I feel that. Meek ended up winning, right? I'm not, I'm not sure if Meek won. Yeah, Meek won. Meek's fire. Meek is great. Meek is I great. love Meek. Yeah. And I know how to pick a song. That's facts. <laughs> That's facts. Kojo the curator. Um, conceptual albums. Well, well, what's your thoughts on them? Are they overrated? Are they underrated? I think they're underrated. You think so? Yeah. Mm. I love them. What are some of your favorite conceptual albums? Mm. That's gonna be hard. <laughs> I gotta get back to you on that okay. one. Cool, cool. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. Um, what is your favorite artist producer duo? Artist producer. Um, I love Lucky Day and D Mile. Yeah. Yeah. They're dynamic. They get it done. Yeah, they're fire. They definitely get it done. Um, your project time revealed, of course, dropped in December. Long road to it. I, I I was waiting for it, waiting patiently for it. You know, obviously rocking with Double Back, um, All for Nothing. Um, you dropped the Lucy, I Get Lonely, which I thought was cool, interpol- interpolating Drake's lyrics. And then the road to time revealed. Like, where was that? I know you're a perfectionist. You like to take your time. Like, looking back on how that kind of rolled out, is there anything you would do differently about it? Not at all. Mm-hmm. I love my rollout. Mm-hmm. I love that the music's out. Want to continue pushing the music. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to continue performing the music. So now I'm excited. I'm excited that it's out already. Mm-hmm. People can listen to it. Do you have a favorite song on there? It always changes. <laughs> it always changes, honestly. Um, I think right now it's Nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, it's Nowhere right now. Mm-hmm. Switching Places has been the one for me. The no, whole time. that one's so oh, hard. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. But then Slime is good, too. Yeah. Like, uh, six for Six. Great project. Thank really you so project. much. Um, what's like? What's it been like to see the reception from people? Because you've got like a very loyal fan base. Like, see, like looking at your pics and your videos, seeing like people are being excited to take pictures and yeah. get autographs and like really going crazy at the shows. Like, I'll be checking everyone who will tag you in the story you be sharing. I'm like, yo, these people are really fucking with Hennessy. Like, that's that's amazing to see. Thank you. Like, for really only being two and a half years into like really doing this and like people are rocking with you like that already. Like, what's what's that feel like for you? It feels amazing in person. Like, there's a difference between, like, social media love. Yeah. But then when, like, someone's telling you in person that, like, yo, I love your music. Like, I listen to it when I'm going through something. When, like, fans come up to me and they're singing my lyrics to me when they're taking pictures to me. Like, it it just feels incredible to me. That's, like, my definition of success when I can, like, visually see it happening in front of me in, like, real life. Mm-hmm. What are your... Well, what are some, like, goals that you have? Like, <clears throat> people have their five-year plan, their 10-year plan, all that. Like, what are things that when you hang it up, like, you want to say, okay, I feel fulfilled because I achieved this, this, and this? Um, my brand. So, like, Porsum, I, I see it as a production company. I see it as a business. Um, I want to create, like, 
my own edge control, like wine, <laughs> like things. I, w- I want to take that to a higher, to a higher level, like outside of music, you know. Um, maybe someday in the future have artists under, like pour some records. But I just want to um, continue to just aspire to be like the best that I can be and just continue pushing like What's the word for it? Um, the narrative of how like a traditional R and B singer should be. Mm-hmm. What's been like your biggest like oh shit moment? Like this happened like unexpected. What the hell? Like this person reached out or this like what's what's been your oh shit moment? Um, party next door. <laughs> that that one was my oh shit moment mm-hmm. when he like said he liked can't let you go i was like what the fuck <laughs> like i was just like what's going on <laughs> i was like this is insane and um my my manager was telling me that because he's cool with his manager party's manager so he was telling me how um i guess his manager and party were in the car together listening to the project so i'm like oh shit he's listening to i don't know if i can swear yeah, I, was like, oh. I was like he's <laughs> listening to the music like so that means he's he's a fan like that was so fire. Yeah, no, nah, I remember seeing that. I was like, "That's that's pretty dope." Shout yeah, out to you. I was. That was cool. Well, we need that party, party Hennessy, Hennessy record. We need that. Yeah. We need that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fire. You mentioned your managers, your booking manager, your team. Like, how did you go about putting your team together? I know a lot of artists end up having to do a lot of things themselves, and a lot of them crave that team. And some people will find their team, and then things don't work out. Like, there's just so many different circumstances and things that have to fall into place for it to work out right so how did you go about assembling your team and what do you feel like they've been able to bring to the brand that is Hennessy um my team brings a lot I'm nothing without my team but um it went by like um everyone around me um they all do something creative like they're all extremely talented like my best friend Leona she's a phenomenal photographer um kojo he's an amazing graphic designer just a and r ears like he's so i can say so much about him um <laughs> don't gasp <laughs> yeah like d gomes he's an incredible businessman like he understands like marketing cam he's an incredible just musical genius he's a, a dj incredible manager as well um my day-to-day is my best friend so i feel like i was lucky enough to have people around me that are creative they're pushing their limits when it comes to what they do and they believe in me so it was easy to form a team in that in that way i didn't really have to outsource that much because yeah. everyone around me believed in me and they they just fit it's <laughs> it was a blessing it's a blessing for sure i want to talk in in assembling a team and in doing things creatively and in kind of pushing forward and gaining like popularity and people fucking with you like Along the way, people, your circle might get smaller, friends, you might lose. Like, have you had those experiences where you're kind of, you kind of recognize you're on a different path and maybe you've, like, outgrown certain relationships or had to distance yourself from certain influences? Yeah, I think mm. that, that happened naturally. But I don't think it happened because of music. Mm. I felt like even when I was, like, in the hospital, mm. I felt like a lot of friends weren't there for me. Mm. So I kind of, like distance myself in some way then when i made music it maybe looked like i like <laughs> distanced mm. but i don't know yeah i mean i feel like that's what everyone when you're when you're doing something different in life that that you wasn't doing before and you're you're working towards something you're not going to have a lot of time for like the friends that you had before you start to think about how friendships are etc yeah. so yeah. i don't know yeah I know uh, for me personally, I when I was, again, coming up and writing, like, before I really had, I don't want to say I have a big audience, but I, I guess I have an audience. But, like, prior to that, yeah. <clears throat> the biggest, like, kind of validation I sought was my closest friends. I would, like, crave it. Like, I would, like, send my articles to them. I would send my video interviews to them. That's so true, yeah. If, I feel you. If they didn't react yeah. to it, I would, like, be petty and, like, emphasize the message <laughs> like that. And, yeah. and they wouldn't really, like, give me that, the validation that I was seeking. And it, like, kind of made me feel away. And then I eventually got to a point where I just realized my friends are not my audience. Like, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, people yeah. who are interested in music criticism and like they're the people I need to push stuff to like did you ever have that where you felt like damn I want my friends to be listening to my music supporting my music retweeting my shit and like they're not and like kind of get like frustrated in that and then like if you did when were you able to move past that no I never felt that way Mm. I think that's why like um I never 
complain about not having support. Mm. Like never like from the first song I dropped, I'll never say like, damn, nobody supports me and nobody like because my friends support me so much. Right. I feel like if I got on the internet and said that, they're gonna look at me crazy. Like yeah. I'm saying nobody supports me while every time I post something, they're commenting or they're resharing. Or like they'll tell me I'll meet someone, they'll be like, Oh, so and so put me onto their music, like you just said Kojo did. So it's mm. like my friends, they I'm grateful to have like the friends that I have because yeah. they they truly believe in me. Like mm. they they don't just post my music just to post it because I'm yeah. their friend. Like they genuinely believe in me. So I never I never felt that way. It's mm. good. That's good. Yeah. It, it it definitely took me some time to grow out of yeah. it. Like now I'm at the point where I'm like you know I just kind of keep those things separate. But uh, it's really good you don't go through that because it, it it was tough. It was definitely tough. Yeah. A lot of people do say that, and yeah. and I feel like once you get to the point where like you're successful at it, then your friends start to support you. They tell me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sim- similar to like with my my family, like I felt like I had to prove to them like, yeah. that I can make a career out of writing about music for a living, and now I do, and it's something they support. But prior to that, it was get a real job. You should have oh, kept man. that recruiter job, shit yeah. like that. Like it came up for years. So uh, I'm, just, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm good now. I'm good. Now. Honestly, it's it's part of the triumph story. Yeah. Like you really just gotta look at those moments and be like, I'm glad I didn't give up because I proved myself right. Like exactly. for me, yeah. It's not even about proving people wrong. It's about proving myself right. So. I'm proud of you. Thank Thank you. Means I'm a proud lot. of you. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what are uh, I, I want you to describe your style for us? Um, cozy. Cozy. <laughs> yeah. You look cozy. I'm always cozy. <laughs> <laughs> How about when like you got to like go out like and like be, be like a big stepper? Like what is what is Hennessy wearing? I'm big stepping cozy. <laughs> 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 no, that has um. I mean, for 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 New Year's, I, I wore I wore some like boot heels, mm. but um, that but I wore like baggy like trouser trousers, and I mean, I just be cozy and fly, so mm. it works. It works for me because I don't be like cozy and dusty. Real, <laughs> very real. <laughs> <laughs> My hair is always done. Mm. Like. Yeah, speaking of your hair, like the the hairstyle you had on the album cover, like who who did that? Like how how did you come up with that? Because that shit was I was like I've really never seen hair like that. Yes, um, Marie, she is an incredible braider. Her mom owns a a, a a hair salon as well, and she has like her daughters working it. Um, I sent her like inspos of like editorial looks that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And, like, she just came up with it. She sent it back to me, and it just looked so... It was just so perfect. When I left, I just felt so pretty. Mm. Yeah, she's incredible. Shout out to Marie. What's something that people might be surprised to hear about you? Like, a hobby, a fun fact, an experience you had. Like, something that you tell someone, they'd be like, really? Like, you do this, Hennessy? Um, I skateboard. Really? Um, How long have you been skateboarding? Since I was a kid with my brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I can't do that many tricks. He could do more than me. <laughs> but um, I played softball in high school. You look like uh, an outfielder. What are you trying to say? Nothing. I, nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying you give, you give me. I, I was an outfielder. You give me outfielder vibes. I feel I was like, a pitcher and okay. I was in first base. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm tripping then. My, 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 my outfield radar was off. <laughs> That's what's up though. What did, you, did, did you ever like want to? I know I had dreams of going. I did. To D1 for baseball. I did. You had dreams. Um, there's no like um, professional softball, but Six. the only thing they had was um, the Olympics, mm-hmm. and then they took softball out of the Olympics. So I'm yeah. like, oh fuck this shit. I don't. <laughs> I don't even want to play college softball no more. Mm-hmm. Was that the only sport you played? Did you play any others? Um, I did volleyball mm-hmm. in high school for like. A couple of months, but I wasn't good, so I made the JV team, mm. and I quit because I'm not playing JV. Yeah. Um, I think oh, I did basketball as a kid, mm. but then I had to choose between softball or basketball because the schedule conflicted. Mm. Oh, uh, you've been bringing up your brother a bit. Talk about your relationship with your brother. I know me and my brother, we really didn't get along all my life because we shared a room. And then when he went off to college, we got closer. The whole yeah. absence makes the heart grow fonder thing. Like, your relationship with your brother, it sounds like y'all are very, very close. Yeah, that's gang. <laughs> I love him so much. That's, like, my best friend. Is he he's, older? Yeah, he's, like, my number one, like, fan. Mm. How much older? Three years. Three years, okay. Yeah, yeah. I love him. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Is, is he still doing music? or is that No, he's not doing music. <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing music. Oh, he just did that, like, in high school. Right. Just to, he had, like, 
He wants to be a rapper. Mm. Yeah. Um, have you, like, ever been, like, stopped on the street by, like, fans before? Like, oh, shit, you're Hennessy. I saw you at the show. Or I listened to you. Like, has anything like that ever happened? Yeah, we were in New York. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. And I was walking to, to um, the bodega. And, like, I guess somebody was on them, like, tour buses. Does that show like the the city? Oh yeah, like, it's, like the, the top, the whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's like Hennessy, and I'm just like, what's the fucking? Like, and I turn, and he's like, oh, like I seen your show, da da da. And then like he DM, he's like, I just saw you, and I'm like, yo, that just shook me. Wow. Like, that was like, it, it it was crazy to see it outside my city, like mm-hmm. in New York. I'm like, oh wow. Mm-hmm. While like all of the love and support is like great, do, are there moments where you ever like kind of feel overwhelmed and want to just like crawl into a ball and like delete instagram like did, did you ever feel like too like con like congested by it or anything like that yeah i've been feeling like that lately mm-hmm. like so i took a break like i'm on like instagram and mm-hmm. twitter like but it's like mostly like promoting oops, promoting music mm-hmm. but i was like i'm taking a break from like instagram and, t- and twitter i'm gonna focus on tiktok because mm-hmm. like TikTok is, like, the number one app that, like, everyone has to, like, push as an artist. Like, it's extremely important. Everyone's yeah. telling us. So I'm like, I'm going to just focus on that and give Twitter Instagram a little break, but continue just to post, like, whenever someone, like, reposts me or something. I feel that. Uh, we had Kayvon, who works at Genius, on last week, and we talked about artists and content creation, how, like, there's this pressure to, besides the music you make, like, making content, like, reels, TikTok showing you off your personality, stuff like that. What's that experience been like for you? Like, is it something that you enjoy? Do you feel like it's kind of a chore? Like, how do you how do you go about and approach content creation beyond just the music? Because I, I, I saw you did a vlog on your Instagram. You've done, yeah. like, vlogs and stuff. So, like, how do you approach that? So, I love vlogs because it's just, like, background. Someone playing background recording me. But, like, mm-hmm. me, like, TikTok, I'm so awkward. <laughs> so, like, it's so hard for me. Like, I be wanting to do, like, get ready's. And like talk to people, but I'm like, I don't want to talk in front of the camera. <laughs> like, so I just be sit, stand there, like silent, mm-hmm. trying to do TikToks. But um, that is hard. But vlogs are cool. Like, I feel like I'm around my friends, and there's just like a camera in my face, and it's my friend behind the camera. So I, I love vlogs. I want to continue like dropping more vlogs. Mm-hmm. But TikTok has been hard. But I'm trying to trying to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> Because people tell you, like, be yourself, and then people will, like, overthink being themselves. Like, yeah, yeah. They'll, like, they'll stage, they'll try to stage their authenticity rather than just, like, doing stuff. So, like, I, I really don't envy y'all for having to be, like, on these apps all the time yeah. and, like, giving away your life. And we talk all the time, like, <clears throat> as critics, like, we never knew this much about artists, like, now that they can post these black screen IG stories or paragraphs <laughs> yeah. and IG lives talking, like, 21 Savage wilding on Clubhouse the other day. Like, it's really not stuff that you should be, you should be, <clears throat> sorry, you should be saying. Um, so there's, like, it's kind of got to be, like, a balance there because you still got to live your lives and have yeah. your privacy. Every time I put pull my camera out, I'm like, um, about to exploit my life for content. <laughs> like, I was, like, on TikTok Live. I was there, about to exploit my life for content. Mm. Yeah. yeah That's really what it feels like they have us doing as artists. Like, we're literally exploiting our life for content. Mm. In moments where you're uninspired, what do you do to get out of those creative blocks? Travel. Mm. I have to travel. I can't can't stay in one spot too long. Mm. What's the city or country that you've enjoyed traveling to the most? I love New York. New York. Mm. I love New York so much. <laughs> yeah, I love it. They be telling me to move to to LA. I'm like, I can't. Mm. I'd rather move to New York if I'm gonna leave. Where would you live? Harlem, Brooklyn. Whoa, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. I love Brooklyn too. Brooklyn's my favorite. When I like first started hanging out here, I was like, I, I think I'm a Harlem guy. But as I've spent more time in Brooklyn, like especially like. The Williamsburg Bushwick area. I'm like, I feel like if I moved here, I would end up living in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I stayed I, here one summer and it was amazing. Oh, the whole summer? Yeah, wow. 2017. Wow, nice. It was amazing. I want <laughs> I want to talk about the double back video in particular. Like, the, the, there were so many layers to how great that song and the execution of it was, from the samples to you kind of tapping back into the 106 in Park um, themes and just the overall vibe of it. Like, there was a very vintage. 2000s feel to it of course because of the samples but then you really like modernized it and provided us some nostalgia like I just talk about the whole the whole plan of that and the execution of it so um 
when we was oh thank you though thank mm. you so much I <laughs> no appreciate problem. that so when we was in the studio um I was telling the producer I was like I kind of want to sample a song off of Chris Brown's project and then I don't want it to be mainstream because like everyone's gonna know what it is mm. so I was listening to the project and I think I got to just fine and mm. I was like I want to sample this one so he's like, okay. So he brought it up. He was listening to it. And then, like, I think it was just, like, the keys a little bit he added. And then that's when I recorded the song. And um, he, he mixed it. And then he added, like, the Maya, like, mm-hmm. the Jay-Z. The, and I was like, yo, this shit sounds so crazy. <laughs> it just gives me, like, that throwback feeling. And I was like, this song would be on, like, hot, um, 106 in Park, yeah. the countdown. So I was like, that's what I see as the video, like, the countdown. Originally, I wanted it, like, with, like, the, the B background and, like, the video playing. Yeah. But that was just, that's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so I didn't want to put too much pressure on him. <laughs> but he, like, added the the beginning, like, the countdown of, one, like, 106. It was fire. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was that was what I envisioned when I played the song. Mm-hmm. And then D Gomes on it, like how how did that that feature come together? He was in a studio with me. He was sleeping. <laughs> he was sleeping while like me and and the producer was like doing all that. I did my verse, and I'm like, wake up, listen to this. He's like, yo, this is fire. And then he, he got like he got in and laid his verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great verse, great verse. Like the chemistry there. Yeah. It it was that was one of the most enjoyable parts of the record for sure. Thank you. Yeah, he's so fire. Yeah. He's great. Um, one word. I need you to use one word to describe uh, these collabs I'm going to throw out. A name and another name, and then you're going to tell me okay. what these collabs would sound like. So, you and Ty Dolla Sign. Um, Melodic. Mm. You and Lucky Day. Sensual. You and Cardi B. Um... Dominican Queens. <laughs> Dominican. My mom's from the Bronx, so mm, Dominican okay. Bronx music, I guess. Makes sense why the you love New York so much. Yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. You and Bad Bunny. Damn. That was sound incredible. That was so <laughs> phenomenal. Um what's the word for it? Um sensational. Okay. <laughs> Lastly, you and Stevie Wonder. Oh wow, damn. Wow, it's beautiful. That's, uh, <laughs> damn, that would. I love Stevie Wonder. I put him as one of like the top five R and B artists. He's phenomenal, man. Legendary for sure. Um, I know that beyond <clears throat> the music, beyond the skateboarding, you also taps into fashion. As you said, you walked in uh, New York Fashion Week last year yes. for Tear, along yes. with Tone Stith and Tusi. Talk about that. Like, what was that like? It was amazing. Shout out to Nigeria. His his whole collection is phenomenal. Like Kojo's wearing tea right now and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Um the whole team was so sweet. It was so nice. Um yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. It was my first time walking in Fashion Week as oh, well. Wow. Yeah. Was was there any nerves going into it? No, not really. I'm used to like cameras and yeah. stuff like that and like being on the spot, so it wasn't, but I had a lot of fun. You seem like you generally don't get nervous. No, not really. I mean, it depends. It, nah, not really. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There was this, but there was this, because there was this one time, like, my, my manager was so nervous, it made me nervous. That's mm. I think that's what it was. But, no, nah, I guess I'm over it, mm. over the jitters. It's mm. good. It's good. I want to ask, if you had to put together a playlist called Hennessy Essentials, five songs, five songs that get to know Hennessy, a person who's never heard you before, these five, you hear these, you'll rock with these. What are those five? Um, my project. <laughs> like, um, so five songs of my songs. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I've asked this to several artists. Some will give their own stuff. Some will give songs that inspire them. So I, I'm always interested in like the direction people take it. So you could do a mix of like your stuff and other people's stuff. Like five songs to get to know Hennessy. Um, Brandy, Broken Hearted. Mm. Um, I get lonely, Hennessy. Mm. Um, damn, boss, my, my my. I feel like you just gotta listen to my project because <laughs> that's when I'm just like really talking about love mm-hmm. and like everything I went through. Um, yeah, I can't let you go all for nothing. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm ending with my music. <laughs> <laughs> Five and a bonus. Yeah. I love Brandy. Yeah. yeah. Legend. Another legend. Yeah. The, the, the vocal Bible, as they call it. I love her so much. Yeah. yeah. She's great. She's great. Well, is there anything that you want to promote for the people? Anything that the people... I know you just dropped a project last month, so... <laughs> yeah. If, if, if y'all going to be like, yo, when's the next one? Give her some time. She's pushing it. But is there <laughs> anything you want to promote to the people? Anything they should be looking out for? Um, um, yeah, anything. Just more content. I'm about to drop more music videos. About to flood the streets. Um, I just dropped my merch, hoodie and a physical copy of Time Revealed. Um, yeah, more shows. I'm out on the road. And yeah, stay tuned for just more, I guess, more content, more music. Love that. Tell the people where they can follow you. Pour Some Henny on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that. There it is. There it is. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Great to finally meet you. Uh, I like you. you know, I'm a fan. I'm um, tapped in. I'm 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 a bottle boy. I, I am a bottle boy. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm making that so a thing. Funny. I'm making that a thing. Her her hive doesn't have a name. Bottle boys, we here. Bottle girls, bottle boys. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Well, for Hennessy, for Armand, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Stay Busy Pod. Most importantly, listen to Time Revealed. It is out now yes. on all your streaming platforms. <laughs> Look out for those music videos, buy some merch, and of course, stay safe, stay humble, stay busy. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy, taking time, getting right if you miss me. Me. I've been out in the world staying busy